0: Welcome to Live and Love Your Brand, a podcast to support you in sharing your message and mission with the world. I'm your host, Emma Lovell. I'm lovely by name, lovely by nature. I'm a personal branding specialist with a mission to support female entrepreneurs to live and love their brand. I've been running my business, Lovely Communications, for more than 12 years, and I can hand on heart say that my success has come from the strength of my personal brand. I believe in the power of owning and sharing our story. I want to help you own your story, show up consistently and really put yourself out there. So here on the podcast, you'll find helpful tips, practical exercises and joyful discussions that will inspire you to reconnect with your brand and communicate it more effectively. I'll be joined by incredible experts to discuss how personal branding can have a huge impact on your business and on your life. I'd love to hear from you. So please make sure to connect over on social media. You can find me on Instagram, Instagram, at lovely comms that's l-o-v-e double double the l means double the life facebook lovely communications and you can join in the conversation in our lovely community the live and love your brand facebook group of course make sure to come back weekly as each new episode drops i can't wait to share with you how to gain clarity build confidence and increase connections all by sharing your unique personal brand with the world Lovely Communications is based on the Gold Coast and recognises Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies where we work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on your country and from wherever you are listening, we respect the elders past, present and emerging. I'm so thrilled today to have Mariska Threadgold on the podcast. I saw Mariska speak at the CopyCon conference, uh, Kate Toon's CopyCon conference in October 2022, and I was blown away by her story and her message and just all that she had to share. And I knew that you needed to hear this story here on the podcast. So super grateful to Mariska. She is an SEO copywriter, off-road traveler, and bucket list ticker. And I'm just going to give you a little bit more information about her. Mariska is a vibrant, inquisitive, travel-loving Australian SEO copywriter obsessed with putting tourism, four-wheel drive, camping, and fun-loving brands on the map. She uses inspirational, playful, Google-friendly SEO writing to get brands discovered by Aussie experience seekers and to turn browsers into buyers and loyal fans. Mariska helps brands and regions tell their story, compel their audience, and sell their products and services. And a little fun fact about Mariska, in the middle of a Tasmanian forest, Mariska panicked and madly stripped down to her underwear due to leeches. Love it. I love a fun fact. And um, that was a masterclass in writing a bio, Mariska. That was absolutely brilliant. I love it. We will be having an episode on that coming up. However, we're going to jump in because I can't wait for you to hear this story, the powerful message that Mariska shares. And I hope that you can apply this to your own bucket list ticking in your own life. Enjoy. Welcome to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast, Mariska.
1: Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Thank you so much. Now, I love to open with the lovely, you know, just easy
1: question, casual of who are you in your words? Sure. I'm a SEO copywriter. But more importantly, I think I'm a storyteller, a off-road traveller, and uh, a bucket list ticker. So in my, in my business, I try and specialise in tourism, four-wheel drive camping, and fun-loving brands. But deep down, I feel like I've got a bit of a message which applies to business owners, but everybody in general. And I've tried to incorporate that in what I do. And that's to try and inspire people to get outdoors go travel um, and, and do those things on their bucket list so that, you know, we all, life is short and um, we don't know what's around the corner. So I think we need to prioritise those and, and I try and incorporate all of that in my business and my life.
0: You are a woman after my own heart and I had the privilege of seeing Mariska speak. She moved me to tears because, um, you know, I'm going to cry already. Uh, it's a big, I want to live a big life. And I'm very open about wanting to live a a big life and wanting more um, for myself and for my family. But a big part of that is travel and adventure. And one of my key core values, personal values, is adventure. And so I think, like you've said, you can bring adventure into your business. You can bring adventure into your everyday. You can bring, you know, adventure doesn't have to be climbing a mountain, though I did that last week. But, you know, it can be on a smaller scale, and that was something that you really touched on uh, in your talk. And was why I just, you know, I, I ran up and hugged Mariska, and <laughs> you know, I was like, "I need to do <laughs> my podcast. You need to tell that story more." So I'm really grateful to have you here today, and thank you for that outlook. But so, yeah, we met at CopyCon, uh, which is a conference run by Kate Toon. So yes. tell me, how did it come about that you were a speaker, and then, you know, maybe just a little bit about yeah, why you chose to to share what you did?
1: Sure. Um, Kate decides or, or gives newbie copywriters an opportunity to speak, so she puts that in the the community, the Facebook group, and um, I wasn't going to do anything, but I felt, you know, hey, well, I really do, I'm passionate about this message, and I thought it is important for business owners as well. So I did a little pitch, and um, I I didn't realise at the time. She did a live with a few other things as well, and I missed the live when she said who was actually going to be talking, and uh, I was watching it later on in my coffee break and you know I was eating and sculling a coffee and um, anyway she mentioned that the first speaker would be the lovely Caitlin Wright who was just amazing Mm -hmm. and uh, and then she said now second speaker is Mariska and I just about spat coffee all over my keyboard because I didn't realize you know I didn't actually think I would get through so um, it was a wonderful opportunity Uh, a bit nerve-wracking in front of your peers but once again I just tried to focus on why I was trying to spread that message and um, yeah, was very excited. On the day, the uh, the tech was a little bit off, so the little button for the next slide was playing the clicker, up. But... Yeah, everyone's like, click yeah. to the sky. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, look, uh, I think it all went okay. But I I decided to share my story with um, with my parents, and um, they and I think it applies to all business owners. They overnight needed to start a plumbing business because my dad's work where he was working shut down. And um you know, that like everyone, those early days, they worked really, really hard um to establish the business. And after a few years, they decided that they were in a comfortable enough situation they could take us on a on a holiday. And we went hired a little on-site van in Clare Valley. Um, and that's where our first experience with camping and then later on with four-wheel driving you know came about but with running the business mum and dad always struggled because it was busy before and busy afterwards and there's no money coming mm-hmm. in when you're on holidays and they always stressed about the relationships that they had with everybody else you know their regular clients um, that they would lose that while they had time off so they did Planned some big trips when they were going to retire, so they wanted to do, you know, Cape York and travel around Australia. But they knew that while they ran their business, that wasn't going to be possible. Um, and and eventually, uh, you know, Mum and Dad had this situation where Dad sat in the doctor's surgery and was actually told, "I'm sorry, you've only got six weeks to live due to mm. liver cancer." Um, so he's gone from you know this person who thinks they've got a lot of time left Mm. to at that point you've got six weeks Um, now he went on and had some palliative chemotherapy and he um, gave that gave us a little bit more time to actually say and do a few things one thing that he really concentrated on during that time was what had made him happy and what it was was always those things that Oops, sorry, I'll turn that off. Um, What it was was all those things that um, the camping and the adventures that we did as a family uh, and our friends, um, time spent four-wheel driving. He loved building things in the shed. So he thought about what made him happy. But he also had a time to go, you know, what are the things that he wishes that he had done? Mm. And in hindsight, yeah, he was, you know, really proud of building up that business. But knowing what he knew then, he's like, Why didn't I take some time to actually do those things on my bucket list, you know? Um, They did get to go on one final trip. Uh, Mum managed to take him over to Kangaroo Island and um, they had, uh, you know, they they were too sick to, or he was too sick to set up the camper trailer, but they had a little uh, cottage on the beach and they did manage one final uh, four-wheel drive uh, he got to drive, but he really probably shouldn't because he was so high on painkillers that uh, you know he probably shouldn't have been driving a shopping trolley. <laughs> um, but yeah, and and ultimately he lasted six months. He passed away at home, and it uh, he was just he just turned fifty and he passed away. Mm. So it was to share perhaps that experience of particularly for business owners, but in life in general, don't spend all your time building a business without necessarily also putting in those fun things those yeah. other things that you want to do
0: yeah oh it, well, it spoke to my heart you know look the, my message is my personal mission is to live a life that i love and yeah. my mission for my clients is to well help them do the same but also to attract the work and the life that they want because we talk so much about work and professional development and you know, people come to me and it's like, what do you want in your life? What do you, how do you want to live your life? And I know that for me, having my son made that so much clearer. Yeah. Like I always have enjoyed the adventure side and the travel side and, and taking time out for me, but it was like now it's non-negotiable. I'm yes. not, not losing this time with him. I'm not missing this time with him. And so my boundaries got so much clearer. And it's amazing what you can do. In the time that you have, like before, I didn't have. I did probably feel like I had an infinite amount of time, and not that I'm being, um, you know, fatalistic or anything like yeah. that. But it's like, um, you know, I, he he is growing up, and and yeah. his time, the time when he's in these stages are uh, precious. Yes. And so I want to use that time. Whereas before it was like, oh, I'll launch the course in a year. I'll one day I'll speak there, and one day I'll do that, and one day I'll write a book, and da da da. And it's like. but what if the one day never comes or, you know, we just keep doing and trudging along in the way that we are um, or going, oh, you know, yeah, I've got to work over here, work over here, so that we can later on we can live together
1: and go and enjoy our life
0: together later.
1: That's right. There may not be a later, but also when your son is young, your experience with some of those adventures or bucket list items will be different to if you wait till you're older. Now, they'll both be fabulous. But they'll be completely different, so mm. you know, I and that's what I think people forget that you know they go, Oh, yeah, down the track. Well, down the track may not happen and it will be different, so yeah. And it, it really
0: inspired you, didn't it? And oh, it, yes. again, it hit a nerve, you you, you know, it hit a nerve, you just well, speaking my language, but also the fact that you shared a story about your then toddler. So can yes. you tell us about yeah.
1: that? So, um. I guess, well, about six years after my dad died, I had um, I was married. I had a two year old, nearly three year old, and but I kept thinking that you know, dad ran out of time, and eventually I said to my husband, "I think we should sell up and travel around Australia," um, and and we did. It was quite surprising. Um, a lot of, I think, family and friends thought we were a bit mad. Um, now, remember, this is a while ago. My son's now nearly 20. So it's. Um, oh, yeah, so it was a little I was while like ago. 12. Wow. <laughs> yeah, amazing. But, yeah, so, um, and I think now with COVID, people are a little bit more oh, yeah. understanding mm. of how important this is. But yeah. I must admit, back then, family and friends did think you're mad. Like, you know, you don't give up careers and you don't sell your house and travel like so but but we did and um, you know it took six we put the uh, property on the market you know within six weeks and then within six months we left and we were technically unemployed and homeless but living the dream of traveling around and I was worried about how Jaden would go he turned three just after we went away and as a parent I thought, oh, you know, what if he gets sick and, you know, there's not always going to be a shower every day and all of those things. Now, he fitted in so well. Like mm. he probably, it suited him almost better than it did us in terms yes. of we loved it, <laughs> but he just went with the flow. And, yeah. you know, Mark had, or we we had this 10 months of family time, but not mm. only was it family time, but it was going off to a waterfall and going off to you know we flew in a helicopter and we Mm -hmm. did all these things and some of it was really everyday things like cooking sausages you know on a fire and then others were really adventurous but it just built memories for us and it built a story now Jaden was only three and he remembers weird things like he doesn't necessarily remember the helicopter but he'll remember, do you remember when we went and bought uh we, we were somewhere and I got a rainbow ice cream. So sometimes yes. it's related around food, but that's yes. okay. yeah. but it 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 <laughs> what he remembers. But he looks at the photos and we have a diary yes. as well and he loves all of that. But that became more relevant to me. Like so we came back, we got jobs, um, we we got a house, Jaden went to school. So uh, we were worried about taking that break from our business and our work, or and it, it's not an issue. Yeah, because you come back, and not only do you still have all those experiences that you had as a as an employee or a business owner, but you've actually got more life experience as well. Yeah. So uh, you How know, you deal with challenges and exactly, exactly. So um, that was one thing I think is really important. Is um, we were so worried about taking that break, but it was the best thing we did. Now. A few years later, um, it became even more important because I myself was diagnosed with breast cancer.
0: Mm.
1: And um, I went through treatment and, you know, it's like with everybody, it's pretty nasty. There was surgery and there was chemotherapy and then hormone treatment after that. But when I was at my worst and could hardly get off the couch, my my happy place was all those memories with my family mm. on that trip. Yeah. And knowing also that because at that point I didn't know whether I was going to get through that, but knowing that if that was my time and and that was the end, knowing that I'd created those family memories with Jaden and with Mark and that that would live on in them gave me a bit of a sense of peace and mm-hmm. satisfaction. And it wasn't that regret of I wish I had done those things. So that was that was good, but also because I'd done it and I wanted more of that extra mm. fight yeah yeah, so yeah. It, you were not yeah. like oh
0: well that'll do yeah, yeah <laughs> so that's right but yeah, no was you know like, what it tastes like so you want as exactly. like I want do to get this better. travel and adventure at least like yeah. to go on these big treks um, that's So right. I've just got back from cradle mountain and I take a group of women um yeah. so generally it's like um I look for a lot of them it's the first type of experience and I say to them just be warned it's addictive. It's yes. my fourteenth type of this trip, <laughs> uh, so takes time and gets expensive. But yes. but I had no regrets, like you said, and I just remembered like you were saying during COVID, you know. And I think any time when you've had something difficult happen, you're like, well, you know, yeah, it sucks that I can't do that or it sucks where I'm at right now. But people get going to me, "Are you okay? Are you okay with not traveling?" And I was like, I I just feel so grateful that I took those opportunities. I'm not the person going like we. We didn't get to do our honeymoon trip that we planned, right. which was a seven-week trip, but we just got back from being married in Mexico, like two weeks before the pandemic really hit the uh-huh. fan. So, yes. yeah. you know, I just felt so filled with gratitude that I had taken those times and there were times where I was did not have much money. It was not the best idea, even including in year 12, going to India with my dad and my English teacher saying, do you think this is the best idea? And I was like, yep. Yeah, I do. <laughs> like you know, like taking those opportunities and chances, even though the stars are never going to align completely. There's never going to be all the ducks in the road. There's going to be an opportunity cost. You're going to miss something. You're going it's going to cost you something, literally or time. But you know what you said, the life experience, yeah. those memories, and I uh, have that. I think they become in your DNA. Yes. I I have. Uh, we I got taken to England when I was two. My family's all from England, but taking my son back this year to there and even though I don't remember I have the photos of me as a child on the grass and I saw him even though it could have been grass anywhere in the world but I knew that photo was taken in England of me on the grass and then seeing my son standing on the grass in England just was like felt so connected and
1: now that story gets to be in his DNA. And and it is about that story, and it is about the the connection of that story. And I totally agree with you. With it gets in your your DNA, um, and yes, it does get quite addictive. <laughs> and, um, and I think that that partly is what what helps us do this regularly now. Um, and occasionally, you know, if you haven't been able to go for a trip for a while, you do, like, feel like, oh, no, I need a fix. But, it's um, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I hear you there.
0: <laughs> and look, and you've been saying a number quite a bit in this call and, uh, you know, it's six and yes. it's come up, a six and a six and a six. Yes. And your talk was called The Devil's six, Number. Six, yes, using so a it six, six, which six,
1: which is six. usually Two, taboo, but you're yes. using it it was um using the devil's number to have a heavenly life and business um yes maybe slightly controversial but it was mainly related around i i guess that six week time frame that my dad was given he lasted six months and then six months six years later um i went and did this trip so Mm -hmm. what i was trying to encourage people to do was to use those time frames To help make decisions. Mm -hmm. So what I did earlier this year, I'm fairly new to copywriting, and I used that time frame to help me decide. So I was in a in a situation with my work. Uh, I was in a government job, very secure, well paying, but I really wasn't um, happy. Uh, But it was very difficult to see myself going over, taking the risk of going to copywriting full time. And and eventually I said, look, if I only had six years left. Mm -hmm. what would I want to do in that time? How would I want to spend it? What would I want to achieve? And, of course, at that point I said if I knew it was only six years, I actually would not want to be doing what I'm doing. Mm. I would want to have, uh, have a really good hot go at doing this copywriting have more control over what I was doing, more creativity, more control over who I worked with, mm-hmm. um, and and just actually have that challenge and hopefully sense of achievement. So at that point it was like, well, you're not going to get that doing what you're doing. You really want to step into copywriting. Then I went back to that six month time frame and said, okay, ask the same questions for six months. Now at that point I'd made my mind up. I said, look, yeah. you know, what are you? Why are you waiting? you want to do this copywriting, you need to, you know, do something now. So I didn't even go to six weeks, but you can look at that six-week time frame. But the other way, too, is to look at it from um, trying to look at your the stresses that you might have. And yeah. I think as business owners, particularly a lot of us do tend to work by ourselves or remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, we focus so much because we, we, we want to do well for our clients and we want to do well for ourselves and our families. So we put a lot of emphasis on, you know, everything being right. So then when things don't go right, we often feel it's the end of the world or the biggest drama. So I think it's a really good idea when you are stressed to go and ask yourself, well, first of all, is anybody dying? yeah okay because because often what we're dealing yeah. with we're not it's not like babies no like, yeah so we are know.
0: important it's yes. we're not that important
1: <laughs> that's right so is anybody dying and then I think you can ask yourself is what I'm dealing with at the moment going to be an issue in six weeks mm. or going to be an issue in six months and and am I or the client or the family and friends even going to remember this in six years time? So mm. it's about putting things into perspective because you know I I think we do sometimes create our own dramas and Problems. stresses yeah mm-hmm. because we want to do the right thing we want to do the best we can. But sometimes, it, you know, it's over dramatizing or or causing our and own perfectionism. System. It goes yeah. into oh, perfectionism. Very much. Yes,
0: yeah. And that was a great one. My husband gets stuck in a bit of analysis paralysis, so I really wrote that down and circled it and was <laughs> like, "We're gonna. This is gonna be great language for us to use." But it was it was such a good um, reminder. I really enjoyed that, and I love the way that you framed it in two way, two ways to motivate you to go. What do I want to do? Bring it back. And then to escalate it and to go, is it that, that problem? Oh, yeah, it might still be a problem. Oh, is it really a problem then? Uh, and, you know, six years, of course I'm not going to remember this. And I use it. I've, I've called my great aunt who I love dearly and she's um, 92 and I talk to her often. But, you know, I think our elders are so wonderful for this perspective. And I'll say to her, "Auntie Joan, I'm, I'm stressed and um, I've got a lot going on. And, and you know, she said, she just says, spend time with that baby. Yes. She says, I still regret and I still remember walking out the door and leaving my children, you know, to go to work and, you know, we have to work, we have to do work, but she's like, don't, don't miss that time. You know, you know, don't, you know, you can, I can still work, but you know, use that time with him and don't waste time worrying, you know, and it's so nice to hear that and to say, hear her saying, I I regret that and I don't want you to have that regret. So have this time with him and, you know, I don't want to get too scared and upset and worried that the time is slipping away. And then, you know, it's like that, but it's just, I'm very mindful and conscious and aware of the time. And that, you know, I get people saying to me a lot lately that I'm busy and I hate that. I try to not say that word. And I say, my life is full. Yes. And my life will always be full. And if there's an, you know, and there are times where, yeah, it's a little more full than we'd like. I didn't love flying back from Tasmania in the morning and going straight into a conference, but I did and I could and it was okay you know and when two opportunities are there amazing opportunities like you know and I had written it down on my bucket list to do Cradle Mountain next year yes and I found the note the other day and it was like oh wow I did it I did it this year like yeah. why would I not when someone offered it to me yeah. oh. and that's not offered on a silver platter that that's um, 11 years of of doing these adventures and things like that having a relationship with a company doing copywriting going to put you forward Mariska <laughs> um you know that's how that Comes yes. about, but why would I not take that opportunity oh. when I'd asked the universe for it? I'd asked for universe. it. I'd written it down, and then it comes to me, and you go, oh no but not now, universe, not today." Yeah, like I mean, it'd be really great if you could do it in February. That'd be that would suit me better. but no, you know, I got asked to speak at a conference the other day at one o'clock. The I was going on at three o'clock. I could have turned around and go, "Oh, no, I'm not prepared." No, why would I do that? Get to be on the main stage at a conference when I'd asked that? Yes, again. So taking that opportunity when you can, even though the ducks aren't completely in a row, I just I I really, really um, valued that. And so, you know, something else that's really cool for you now and I was thinking about as you're talking is that, you know, copywriting and the way that you're working and, and working it around your life is that you can actually go and do it. You know, I've had flashes of being in India. You know, Holly Festival was on. It was a bit annoying. I had to get something off, but I was like, you know, I'm sitting here copywriting in an apartment building in India, uh, earning money, and, uh, you know, I'm going to run downstairs in a few minutes and play Holly, you know. (laughs) Like it's possible. You get to create this.
1: And and I think that if if you can see that and sort of try and, create that and have that as a as a goal and for me that was that was very important because obviously I'm um you know as I said early 50s I'm, I'm going to be looking at it down the track I'm not going to be wanting to work full-time but I also love this so much I don't want to let it go because mm-hmm. I really feel that this this completes me what I'm doing so having that opportunity that it won't limit you means that that work experience or that that the joy and satisfaction you get out of that is even more fulfilling because you can actually do two things. You can do the work you love but also, you know, travel with it is, is you know, what more could you want really?
0: But- and you get to pick and choose as well, you know, and there are times, I know there were times earlier in my career where it was a bit more like feast or famine and it was like that whole, you know, if I want to go away, I've got to stop. But then it was like that reframe of like, well, I can do a few hours. You know, one of the best trips we had was I went away with my husband for seven weeks. I would get up at six or seven in the morning. I'd do four hours of work. Quite frankly, I really enjoyed the alone time. I'd say, I don't care what you do until 11. Go get yourself a coffee. Go for a walk. I don't care. This is work time. And so that was our alone time. I got really stuck into it. The four hours went fast. And then the rest of the day I had to explore Rome. you know it's possible and that that funded it didn't complete it's not the same as when I'm at home I can't at this point couldn't make the same as when I'm at home but you know on my last trip uh, because of the way I'm working now and that's again getting more focused I did have people uh, making retreat payments or making regular program payments and so I was earning money while I was on my trip without having to deliver the work at the time Mm -hmm. and it was like Oh, wow. You know, 10 years ago or six years ago, you know, even that wouldn't have been a possibility. So I think when you start to put that out there and go, well, how can I do this? How can we make this work? You start to take the steps towards it. And Mm. it just, it was really lovely to sit there in your talk and go, what do I want? And there was a really great tip I'd love you to share with everyone about, you know, sometimes we do have a big bucket list. You know, I want to go trekking in Nepal with my son and my husband but you know that takes time it will take money it's quite a big trip it it's not possible next year so but you gave a really great way that we can bring those bucket list items forward
1: so what one thing that we've started to do is and and it probably leads back to a little bit you were talking about it you know this travel gets a bit addictive <laughs> and um we decided uh, to well we we've created what we call the mini bucket list or the mini uh, the monthly mini bucket And um, and as I mentioned, it's nothing to do with KFC and you probably shouldn't have that too often, but um, uh, we have two. So we love camping. So we have uh, committed to going camping once a month. Now, sometimes there's long weekends or it's actually part of our holidays. But other times, if there's nothing, no camping trips like that, we will we promise that we will go camping for at least a weekend. Mm. And um, we we put that in our calendar about six months ahead so we can plan it and we make it happen. And the other one we do, and this relates a little bit more to our our walking and just um, also we do enjoy having uh, a bit of a gourmet experience. So we've created a little day out and we do these on a Saturday morning. Once again, put them in the calendar once a month, about six months ahead. And we take mm. it in turns organising it. And what we do is we'll go for a drive, we'll go for a walk or a hike, and we also go and have something to eat. And to make it interesting, we try and add something new. So keep the variety there. Uh, if For the drive, can we go somewhere we haven't driven before or can we take the back roads for the food, can we um, go to a cafe we haven't been to before or bring a new recipe to the picnic? Mm. And um, we we have those in the calendar and we make sure we defend them or reschedule them. But because yes. it, we take a turn at organising it, you don't know what the other person's organising. And that makes it even more fun because there's a bit of surprise and, and you, mm. you know, you're keen to know what's been organised. Um, and I feel by doing that, you actually you force yourself to have some of these fun to do items. And you choose something that relates to you and your bucket list. So um I think I mentioned look if people wanted to take their kids to Disneyland. I love this one. Mm. What you could do is once a month go and explore a different outdoor playground. And yep. even if it's you know you and your partner go and get a takeaway coffee and and, and a bit of cake. And go and play on this outdoor playground. Um, it, it it's a regular thing. And if you do it, we we prefer Saturday mornings because then we don't chicken out sort of come Sunday. Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, it it just brings in fun elements that you do regularly rather than I think, particularly as business owners and particularly as women. Our time seems to be a lot of work and then there's a lot of unpaid work and jobs and mm-hmm. often our want-to-do items are things that we want to, they're, they're tasks. So, yeah. you know, we want to paint the hallway, we want to, We you know, we got jobs we need to do. But this brings in like a want-to-do which is something that's fun and fun for everybody and brings everybody together, brings the family, gives you something to look forward to but also a sense of, satisfaction afterwards as well. I think
0: that, that, that looking, having something to look forward to is such an important thing um, to motivate, you know, for me, it has to be travel. So perhaps something to motivate you and perhaps your thing isn't um, isn't travel and adventure the same way that Mariska and I is, but maybe it's, you know, I used to have for big jobs, I would have um, an item of clothing that I was allowed to buy at right. the end and so I'd really look forward to it and then when I got that piece of clothing I was like oh I like wore it and I felt like yes like this is I, I worked for this and feel really great in it And I got excited about it and so just finding your thing but having mm. something to look forward to and I think I've heard another great thing which my husband and I try and implement which is two weeks two months two years and it's every two weeks a night every two months a two days or a, four, yes. a night away with it and then every two years a week away you know, nice. for your relationship yes. and you know I shared that and and for some people they found that difficult to say they're like well that's not possible for everyone I was like but you can make it possible and you yeah. can find ways around it yeah there's a cost to it yeah there's an arrangement in it and we we cancelled one this week um you know because we were like you know like we've done quite a few things lately and we have another thing to look forward to so we're going to do that in another way but we still it's about spending time together Mm. and having something to look forward to that night in a hotel and it doesn't have to be I think like you're saying you know if you're always only saving up for that four-week holiday and for people in COVID had saved up some of them for years Mm. for this one month amazing trip it's gonna be the best trip ever And then it didn't get to happen. Whereas if you're topping up your tank regularly of doing fun, little, wonderful things, and I just said, I will not subscribe to that four weeks a year, four weeks annual leave. I get one holiday a year. That is not the life for me. I will not subscribe to that. We will do things regularly that top up our tank, that are enjoyment, that are to look forward to, and we're going to live our life
1: now. And and I think that also brings... Inspiration into your business. Mm. Um, You know, you go away, and and I think I I heard on one of your uh, pods recently that you know sometimes when you're away, that's actually when you get the best ideas. Mm -hmm. And you know, you it's being in a different location. I think just sets all the creative juices going as well. And um, it it's just so inspiring, and I think it's great for your life and your business as well.
0: The space, you know, Mm. I literally love um, elevation. So that's yeah. why I like mountain trekking, but also yes. planes. As soon as you're in the air, I just start scribbling. My my, my mind really feels like it expands. Yes. And uh it probably maybe a little bit high. <laughs> I don't know. Something <laughs> <laughs> that the cabin pressure is getting to me, maybe, but you know, do what you do what inspires you. Yeah. And like we're saying, you know, if it's a cafe, if it's a park, it's a walk, it's a but seeing your area with new eyes, I think that was a gift of COVID. Getting to explore if you could see it with that lens, yes. getting to see things in your area that you didn't on a day-to-day recognise and just to appreciate those little things as well as doing the awesome, big, adventurous things. Yes,
1: yeah, and still plan. You know, I still feel strongly that people should try and plan even if it's one bucket list item within the next six years and if you can bring it forward to, you know, three years, two years, fantastic, but still also look at some of those really big items that you think, uh, this is what I'd want to do. And if I only had six years left, this is the one thing I would make sure I get done. And I really do feel that if people can make that, put the details in, give it a date, give it a name, uh, and you can start working towards that, um, I, I think that we all have a priority or, or we, we we really need to do that for ourselves and for our family and, and for our business because it, it's not not just about you know, what we, what we do from a career point of view and, and what we contribute to uh, a family. But it's very much about, you know, I guess if you're sitting on your deathbed, you're going to be thinking about those experiences. You're not yeah. going to necessarily be going, I'm so glad I did so many hours when I was working for the <laughs> government, you know. It, it's about <laughs> those things you do for yourself and for your friends and your family that, that bring you the most satisfaction and joy. Uh, I'm just so grateful that I had the opportunity
0: to see you speak, Mariska, and I'm so grateful that as well that you've come and shared this with my audience. Um, I can't wait. I'm basically going to be shoving this in a lot of people's ears and saying, listen to this, listen to this. This is important. Um, Sounds good. You know, and probably listen to it regularly myself as a <laughs> reminder. Uh, but I also did a blog. Uh, there will be a blog post on my website soon about manifesting and a big, big blur of manifesting and, and also recognising. I think one thing we'll just add is, you know, I just think it's so wonderful that you did those things. And I think celebrating when you do, going back and looking at that list and going, we did that. yeah, We did it, you know, and cool. And I can do it again. Yes. Well done us. Yeah. Yay. I set a goal. I achieved the goal. We did the thing. What can we do now? What can we, what's the next adventure? Yes. What's the next milestone in my business? What's the next thing for me to keep growing, evolving, celebrating?
1: Definitely. Definitely. And how do we contact you? How do we stay connected with you? Look, my my website. Um, having a name like Mariska means you <laughs> are probably a little bit easier to find. Um, so it's spelt phonetically M A R. Um, M-A-R-I-S-K-A. Um, the surname is Threadgold, as in I'll thread gold through your content. Oh, um, I love a pun. <laughs> yes. um, and my main playground is actually LinkedIn. Mm. Uh, I never thought I would say that. And coming out of the corporate and the government <laughs> scene, I, everything just seems so generic, Um, but I'm actually enjoying it and I'm trying to be myself in there. So I'm enjoying LinkedIn and also a little bit of Instagram. So I'm Mariska underscore threadgold underscore copywriter. And you'll find a little bit about my copywriting, but also lots of little videos about my trips. So um, it's more so a bit of a slideshow, I think. So yes.
0: I love it. Thank you so much for providing this inspiration, for providing a bit of a wake-up call and, you know, for you following your purpose and your mission and, I think it, it's so wonderful and I look forward to staying connected with you and, and supporting you I've, I've definitely got some leads uh, in mind for you so <laughs>
1: yay sounds <laughs> awesome and thank you for giving me the opportunity to try and you know spread what I feel is an important message to some of your listeners so it sounds like I'm preaching to the converted when I'm talking <laughs> to you which is wonderful but it, it is just really nice to have that opportunity so thank you Thank you for joining me today for another episode of
0: live and love your brand. I'm so grateful that you've shared your time by listening today. That means so much to me. And if you're loving what you're learning, I would be so appreciative if you'd leave a review, rate this podcast and subscribe. It really shows me that you care, but it also helps other listeners to find us too. Again, please be sure to connect with me. I love hearing from you and getting to know your story. You can connect with me on Instagram at Lovely Facebook, Lovely Communications. And please do join the gorgeous community, Live and Love Your Brand, our Facebook group. Or if you're ready to take action now and want to improve how you show up in the world with your brand, then head on over to lovelycommunications.com. Again, Lovely is L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, communications.com to learn how you can work with me my clients have gone on to experience opportunities that they could never have dreamed of. From starting businesses to taking leadership in their own life, they have found the confidence to stand in who they are and to go wholeheartedly after what they truly want in life. And I want that for you too. If you're ready to invest in yourself and reconnect with who you are, then let's chat. Thank you again for listening. Now go into the world and share the beauty that is the uniqueness of you. Catch you next week, lovely.